0: Rewind that with b-, 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 b High. You're now listening to Yo Rewind That. I'm your host, b High. And on today's episode, we're going to shake things up a little bit. We're going to do something different. Instead of bringing on a celebrity guest to talk about one of the hit shows on MTV back in the early 2000s, Pimp My Ride, I'm bringing on a contestant. He goes by the name of Seth Martino. He's going to talk about the good and the ugly. And when I say ugly, he's going to keep it a hundred about some things that were on that particular episode dealing with the car or the storyline. This is part one of the interview. Be sure to check out part two next Tuesday. In the meantime, follow me at B.hi on Instagram and Twitter and follow at Yo Rewind That on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate the podcast. Okay, with all that being said, let's get into this episode. Tell the listeners your name and give a little backstory of who you are and tell them where they may have seen you on or where <laughs> they may know you from.
1: Okay. Um, my name is Seth, and uh, I am I live in Southern California. And, I mean, I think the whole reason why I'm talking to you right now or where somebody might know me from um, is I had my car featured on an episode of Pit My Ride. Mm-hmm. Back in like season five, I think it was the final season of the show.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. You remember what,
1: uh, the year? Yeah. Uh, the year of the show or the car?
0: Oh, the car. I mean, no, the year of the, uh, what year that was, the final season.
1: Uh, geez. Um, oh, geez. Man, it was so long ago. Uh, Like 2000, uh, I don't know, maybe five. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was maybe?
0: thinking. Yeah. Four, uh, five yeah. or six. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Yeah. All right. So give, give yeah. us a little backstory on why did, uh, you wanted to get on Pimp My Ride.
1: Um, I mean, I think just like anybody, I just, you know, I was young. I enjoyed the show. I mean, I watched that show, you know, religiously. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just, I thought it was just, it would be really fun to try out for it. And like, I never um, like had intended to do it. It wasn't like I was going out of my way to do it. But then uh, one of my... Friends, uh, his mom like had a car that was just kind of sitting in her driveway, mm-hmm. and um, she basically gave it to me for free, and was like, you know, go ahead and just pay me to like swap the you know registration over into your name. Gotcha. Uh, so I did that, and I drove it around for a while, but eventually, like, it just got to the point where um, it was like basically broken down. It wasn't working very well, so I saw that. They we doing a casting call for in my ride and I was like "Yo, I'm gonna trigger I'm gonna go try this out I'm gonna see if I can get on the show and so that's basically what happened I just went to a casting call
0: so what, what was the process at the casting call
1: um well okay so it was kind of uh, I had to drive all the way out to um, like Santa Monica which is like near the beach okay. um, from where I was living at the time that would have been like a 45 minute drive or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, my car wouldn't go over. Like I couldn't go fast enough in my car. So I, to get on the freeway.
0: Oh wow. Gotcha.
1: So, <laughs> so I drove, the, I drove the night before with some of my friends who just wanted to come along just to kind of like see what it was all about. Got gotcha. you. So we went, we went the day before at like, I don't know, we probably left at like two or three in the morning and I drove streets from, west covina all the way out to santa monica which was it took me about three hours Mm -hmm. um to drive out there because i could only go like i think like 40 was the max i could go in that car and then uh we got there like hours before anything was going to happen so we kind of just hung out in the area and we parked and we kind of just tried to sleep in the car and then basically cars started showing up like as the sun was coming up so you could tell like you know other people were coming but it wasn't Uh, like a crazy amount of cars I think all in all there was maybe 20 maybe 25 cars total Mm -hmm. and then basically you know some people from MTV came out they had clipboards and what they wanted was like a quick like five minute um, interview on like what your name was what happened to the car you know how it runs etc and they were basically just weeding out people from like no we don't want to do your car or yes we might want to do your car so the people that they knew for sure that they didn't want to do they were like okay thanks and then send them on their way the people that they did want to get more information on they um would give you a wristband and then they sent you to another parking lot that was like across the street Mm -hmm. um so i was one of the lucky ones i got a wristband and i went across the street and then from there they did longer interviews so they actually had a camera guy and they were just trying to, I think they were just basically trying to get like a feel for, you know, your personality, yeah, yeah, um, if it was a good enough you, yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, I mean, looking back on it now, I have a lot more insight on like what they were doing or how the process was. But at the time I was just like dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was, I was just excited to be a part of the process.
0: Got you. Got you. Now, was this like an all day event? Cause it sounds like, it. it like how many hours did, did this take? Uh, if you can remember.
1: No, it, it really wasn't. I mean, really oh, okay. the process of getting there, like took the most time after it was all said and done. It was from the time that they actually came out and started separating cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was maybe like a couple hours. It really wasn't a very long time. Um, but the, at the time they were just like, okay, thank you. Like we're interested, but um, we'll get back to you basically. So I just got back in my car and I had to drive all the way back home and then that was it. They, they ghosted me. I didn't hear anything for a year. Oh,
0: wow. And
1: yeah. So I just kind of like the new season came out
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was like, well, they never called me like whatever. Maybe they just didn't want to use me or whatever. And so I, I still had the car. And, um, at that point, um, I was just trying to like, maybe save a little bit of money so that I could get it fixed up little by little. Cause it was the only car that I had, but at mm-hmm. that time, like it was not running at all. I just, um, I would, I just got it towed, you know, to my apartment and it was sitting in, in like my garage for a majority of that year. Got you. Hmm. And, uh, and then I got a call out of the blue and they were like, Hey, you know, is this Seth? And I said, yeah. And they were like, well, this is uh, so-and-so, you know, we're production for MTV. And they said, you know, we were interested in possibly bringing you in to use your car on one of the sh- you know episodes. Mm-hmm. Do you still have the car? And I was like, yeah, I still have it and they said, okay, you know, do you think you can bring it in? And so that kind of started the process all over again, but it was way more in depth. So, um, I had to have a friend of mine, um, tow it all the way out. Cause like I said, it wasn't running. So he rented mm-hmm. a trailer. We hooked it up to a trailer and then towed it all the way out to like Burbank or something, which was like a two hour drive. Got you. And, uh, and then from there, that, that process was long. Like I was there for a few hours and they had me, they asked me, um, a ton of questions they asked just asked me as much information about my life as they could mm-hmm. um, because they're kind of like they were trying to like build an episode yeah so, yeah yeah.
0: that's what I was about to say that's what it sounded like it was trying to get content <laughs> and get the writers you know minds going right. so they can you know come up with a good storyline
1: exactly yeah so they you know that's basically how they came up with my storyline so like if you go back and watch um my episode a lot of the information from the episode is like part partial truth. Like it's all based on something that I said at one point. Got you. So they, yeah, they did a big, huge, long interview. And then while they were interviewing me, they were checking out the car. So they had pulled it into, um, at this time it was not with West coast customs anymore. They had moved to, um, gas, which is Galpin auto sports. Okay. 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 Yeah. Do you remember like when the early episodes, they had had West coast um,
0: customs. Yeah. Oh, actually I watched the episode today and I'm like, hold on. That's, I don't remember these guys.
1: Yeah, they, that's when they that, they got that guy, Bo, and they got the the dude with the spiky hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and, yeah. Uh, they, and then they, they had brought Mad Mike over and, like, a few other guys from the first, you know, few seasons. But, yeah, apparently they were, you know, just checking out the car to see, like, if it was going to be a good car to use. Because if it had too many problems and they mm-hmm. didn't want to do the work, then they would have just told me no.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, but I was going to go back and rewind uh, back a little bit and say that, that it's kind of crazy that they waited a year because you could have been and got you a car by that time. But luckily you had the car.
1: I still had it. Yeah. I was really young at the time when I went in for the initial um, interview. I was 18. So I was probably mm-hmm. 19. And um, I had j- I was just working part time jobs. I had just gotten like my first like full time job um, where I was actually you know starting to get a little bit of money in my pocket. So I was holding on to it in the hopes mm-hmm. that I'd be able to fix it up because I knew I wouldn't be able to get another car on my own. Oh yeah, it's
0: definitely understandable. Yeah. So uh now let's let's talk about let's get to the day of the shoot. So walk us through that process.
1: Yeah. So okay. The way the producers are, are really smart the way that they handle it. So mm-hmm. um they had already decided that they were going to pick me for an episode. But what they did was they had me go home again. Mm-hmm. And then they called me later and they were like, okay, we need you to bring the car back. They brought me to like some random location. It was literally just a house, like, but somebody else's house. Got you. And it was like production staff were there and everything. And they basically... Brought me there to like fill out paperwork. So I had to fill out a whole bunch of paperwork, mm-hmm. um, like all the legal stuff. It was this big, huge packet. I didn't read any of it. They basically just said, sign here, sign here, sign here. Oh, wow. The way that they explained it was they said, okay, what's going to happen is you're going to hang out inside the house mm-hmm. and you're going to hear a knock at the door. They said, right now it's between you and two other people so all three of you are waiting for a knock at the door mm-hmm. and one of you is going to be exhibit okay. so they were basically lying like that wasn't the case it was me the whole time oh but the way get that you they excited to get you hyped. right they oh, get it was to, okay, okay it was they were lying to say that like so that because you know how when people get all hype when they answer the door they jump around and yeah, stuff yeah Well, that, that was completely genuine because i really didn't think that it was between me and two other people. And so I was like assuming it was, you know, that there was a possibility that it could just be production saying you didn't get it, uh-huh. but that wasn't the case. It was me the whole time because that house that we were at, um, they actually put an ad up on like Craigslist mm-hmm. and they, um, they rented it from whoever lived in that house for the day so that they could That's shoot. True. Cause if you notice, like if, whenever they filmed the episode, it was always like a perfect house with a nice driveway and it was never like at an apartment building. I lived in an apartment. So like they weren't going to
0: oh, okay, okay. shoot. Makes sense.
1: Yeah. So what they would do is they would have you bring it to a house that they had already prepped for the location to shoot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then that was it. So the car was already there. Exhibit came, knocked on the door. I freaked out. How,
0: how was Exhibit? Like uh, the type of person he was. If You can give us some background on that.
1: It was really cool. Um, it, Like basically we would he we wouldn't really talk in between takes. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like. They would shoot as much as they could and then when we stopped he was like oh man this is cool you know like just really kind of just making small talk
0: okay okay cool
1: i don't want to like put him on blast or anything but like he did smoke a lot
0: oh okay <laughs> and okay. like everybody, yeah.
1: everybody always asked me like oh did you smoke with him and everything i was like no i didn't but like he had an assistant and um basically any tan- any chance whether it was there or like when we were back at um at gas where they had taken the car, Mm -hmm. like he would be like, all right, I'm gonna go smoke. (laughs) Just (laughs) walk away. After that, he, um, he was like, all right, man, I'm gonna take your car. And then like, they film him getting in my car. Mm -hmm. And then, um, he basically like pulls out of the driveway and then pulls out and then just stops. And then they put it on a tow truck and towed it.
0: Oh, so actually, uh, it was working. Like he was really driving it.
1: Yeah. It drove, but it only drove, I mean, it it didn't drive like a lot. So he just drove it like a little bit and then he just, they towed it. but they also like a lot of the stuff that you see during the episode is like uh some of it not all of it like i don't want to like if you read if you read my reddit ama oh yeah yeah you're like familiar with it you know like there was a story that came out from huffington post which was it quoted a lot of my reddit ama Mm -hmm. um which basically said that like they like made a bunch of stuff up which they did you know i'm not gonna lie like the, um, some of the stuff was, was truthful and some of it was fabricated. So like they, when they get, when they got the car, they like prepped it basically. So mm-hmm. they would put paint thinner on it and they would like, we, you know, kick in dents and they would like pull the lights out and like, let them hang. It was basically just like, they knew they were going to fix up the car already. Gotcha. So they were just, they were trying to make it look, you know, way more beat up than yeah, it was
0: more attractive, like the dramatic effect. Like they have to use in Hollywood for movies and things of that nature. So
1: Right, right. So I mean, I think that, like, looking back on it at the time, I was maybe a little—I don't know—I was a little jaded, like, "Oh man, that's kind of whack that they're doing that." But like, the worst part was that you know that they dumped out all that candy in my car. Oh
0: yeah, I saw that story, man. I read that. That yeah, that, that was crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, they—you know—for anybody who doesn't know or didn't read the article oh, or yeah, whatever, yeah. basically, what everybody
0: say explain it to the listeners.
1: <laughs> they yeah they um took candy and they like dumped out candy in the car right and then they had me say stuff like oh you know i just i like to keep candy just in case like i want to have a snack or something like that
0: yeah man you got a cool story i'm I'm gonna give you a little background real quick what made me contact you because i kept seeing right, like right. the you know like when you're watching youtube videos and then you'll see something like the real truth about pimp my rod and things of that nature right. and i yeah, saw yeah. Uh, uh recently um it was this guy who found a van in the junkyard that was on Pimp My Ride, and he was going to restore it and like work on it. I just watched that video. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, and then it led me to, I said, I'm going to see if I can find a contestant from Pimp My Ride. And he right, gave right. me the backstory. So that's what made me uh contact you. So um, we're going to get back to the candy. So you said they dumped candy in the backseat. Another part of you know Hollywood of the dramatic effect to make it more attractive. <laughs> right. And, and right. you know, co- they give it the comedic uh, effect or comic effect, whatever you want to call it. But right. uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So they, you know, they put candy in there and then they had like, because at the time, which, I mean, this was again, based on truth. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I, I was just coming out of high school and when I was in high school, I was on the robotics team, which is yeah. basically like, you know, we competed and went to, we built robots and stuff. And so they knew that they were going to, um, put like some sort of robotic aspects in the car, mm. and then, um, so they that's why they had like uh this thing, it was called like the Robo Sapien, which was really big back, you know, when that at the time the episode came out. Oh, um, so hold on, oh, like so it was, little,
0: was, the, I, was, was the, I was gonna ask you that was the robot yours, or you said they, they no, it, it wasn't.
1: <laughs> no, wow, <Barry. laughs> that was a, so they brought that just because, just because it was a robot and it was really popular at the time um but yeah no i mean they let me keep it i still have it somewhere oh okay it's i think it's in my garage but uh yeah that was theirs that was theirs and then and
0: oh uh, did um, you know the backstory on those robots and how they worked or they they you had to prep for that
1: no no i mean i knew about them already but oh, okay, that's just because okay. i was a nerd <laughs> oh, okay okay got you right
0: yeah those robots were actually pretty cool when, when you explained it like one of like one of them chased after another one or something like that
1: Right, well, they, yeah, that, so they had, it had a remote control, so you could actually program it to do different functions, mm-hmm. but they had come out with that version that had a miniature one, and so it could, like, the bigger one could reach down and grab it and pick it up and do stuff with it, you know what
0: I mean? Oh, yeah, Zibby made a Michael <clears> Jackson joke or
1: something like right, that. Right, <laughs> Yeah, that was all him, yeah, he totally just on the spot made that up, it was hilarious. Oh, so
0: he improvised that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so let, let's get to the... uh They take it to West Coast Customs. We see the part where they rip the car, finish ripping the car apart and things of that nature. And, you know, prime it and get ready to, you know, put paint on it and things of that nature. So let's talk about the waiting process. So how long did you have to wait?
1: Yeah, so that's a big misconception. A lot of people think that they have it for like a week. Mm -hmm. They had my car for seven months. Wow. Part of that process was kind of like irritating, too, because they were saying like, oh, you know, we'll pay for your for you to have a rental car. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem was, well, there was a lot of problems with that. One, I was an, only 19 years old. Yeah. Most rental companies won't rent to you until you're 25.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: So definitely. I didn't have any parents or anybody that would rent to me. So the MTV like staff had to find a company um, out in LA that would like, basically that would allow me to rent a car from them um, uh, under age. And so- mm-hmm they found a company and then i lived really far away from that company and i had to drive back and forth um every two weeks Wow! To that company just for them to swipe my debit card wow. so that they would renew it again. Yeah, I was like, they wouldn't do it over the phone. There was no way I could do it online. I had to drive over an hour all the way basically to LAX. I,
0: don't know, I want I want to say one thing real quick so the listeners will understand. During that time, yeah. that air, like you, debit cards weren't as big a, as they are today popular no they would take them over the phone and things of that nature so just to let the listeners know but uh continue on
1: it was like like i mean they probably could have they really wanted to but they were like no you have to come in person and swipe the card so i would literally drive that whole distance just to swipe my card and then get in the car and turn around and go back that is crazy so and then and then after a time after a period of time MTV stopped paying for my rental car. Like they hmm. gave them money up front to pay for it. But then uh-huh. after a while, like it, the money ran out. And so I still had to get to work every day. I still was like needing a car. Mm-hmm. And so I was paying out of pocket for the rental wow. for seven months. Yeah. So it cost me hundreds of hundreds of dollars, yeah,
0: okay. um,
1: in order to, uh, yeah, to, in order to, um, you know, keep the car. Uh, and then, yeah, so I was waiting, I waited for a long period of time, like maybe all the way until like all the cosmetic stuff was done till they were ready to do, uh, the reveal and film and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even after we filmed the reveal, they still kept the car because it wasn't ready to come back to me yet.
0: Wow. Yeah. So how long would you say after that? Um.
1: Uh, well, still, all, all, all in all, it was about seven months. I think the oh, reveal okay. was after like, it was after like five months. So, and then th- they kept it okay. for two months after that.
0: Oh, okay. 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 Cool. Yes. Understandable. So now we're going to get to the reveal. <laughs> okay. All right. I want you to keep it 100. When you first saw the car, were you really excited?
1: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I was nervous because like I said, I've been a fan of the show. Uh, they... I, they have had some whack cars like they had come out with some corny stuff oh yeah and so i was genuinely nervous that it was going to be something corny that like i didn't want to drive around <laughs> um but when they did they, you know they pulled the sheet back it mm. was dope like i was really happy with the paint job i was really happy with the body kit the rims were dope
0: yeah i was going to say like that style was still popular uh i know during that time far as People yeah. want to super yeah, up those, absolutely. you know, those, that model of car. What was It was an 89 Nissan, right? Maxima?
1: It, Nissan Maxima, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, Maxima, like the newer models had come out around that time. So oh, there yeah, was I a newer those. version of the Maxima. Yeah. Yeah, they were dope. Everybody wanted them. But the even the one that I had, it was just, it was known as being a really good car. And yeah. then the body kit was like a, it was like a Skyline body kit that they had put on it. It was dope.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was pretty dope. And then um I think I saw an episode like uh
1: the seats. Yeah, so the um seats were um like the seats the way the way that it worked is the doors in the back mm-hmm. kind of like opened up like uh like reverse gold wing doors. So like and not kind of like, not like Lambo, but like reverse like I don't know, you kind of have to watch the episode to see it. I
0: got you. Yeah, oh. I know I know what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They were the way and they opened up and then the seats themselves in the back would like slide all the way out. Yeah. I mean, they would reveal um TVs and stuff.
0: How did you feel about that now? So, basically, how during that time you having TVs in the car, sound system, all that stuff was popular. Now you just have an iPhone, Android, and th- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it takes place over all that stuff now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, even at the time, it was just, it was still just a gimmick. Like, yeah. I, I never used it like it wasn't practical even when I got the car back mm-hmm. I would just use it to show other people like what <laughs> what they did on the show so a lot of times I would bring the car and like people would want to see it mm-hmm. so I'd open it up and like you know turn the lights on and show people what it did but I never actually used it for anything other than that matter of fact a lot of um the stuff didn't work like the tvs would never turn on anymore wow. um the one thing that did work that I really, really liked was the in-dash, like the stereo unit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. It was made by Pioneer, and it was a really cool product. I still have it. I oh, put yeah, it in, one, yeah. in my, one of my other cars.
0: Yeah, top-of-the-line systems. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, yeah, that, that TV stuff, that craze didn't last long. I mean, because I had friends that would put them in the back of their uh, headrests, and I'm like, but you can't watch right. it. Like the people behind you are watching right. it on the road, but that, that, I mean, it's, it was crazy to me, but no, I definitely feel like right.
1: just people just trying to flex on other people. That's all it is. Yeah. That was the one thing that was cool though, is that had the, the unit that I had in the front, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. I think it was, it was it mad Mike, the ele- the electrical guy from the show.
0: I think it, yeah, um, I think it was mad Mike. He liked yeah, the, the, the gadgets yeah. and all that type of stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so he was really, really cool. And when I picked up the car, he was the one that kind of showed me around and like showed me which buttons I had to press to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And uh, he bypassed the um, there's like a switch that that would basically prevent you from using the because um, the in dash unit that they gave me had a, a DVD player, so mm. I could actually watch oh, DVDs got you. on that unit. Gotcha. So he bypassed that so that I could watch, I could literally watch a movie while I was driving, which is super oh, dangerous. Yeah. But, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm so. right. yeah. I know some cars who, uh, <laughs> that feature doesn't work when they're driving in a road, but yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So that didn't, that wasn't, it didn't, it bypassed that for me. So I could put a DVD in and start driving around and it would, it would be playing. So that was cool. Like um, I, you know, at, for a small period of time, like if I was on my lunch, I'd go sit in my car, put a movie on and just, you know, chill out in my car.
0: Yeah. Once again, listeners, that's, that was before iPhones and things of that nature. <laughs> yeah. Just watch the movie on your like, phone
1: now. <laughs> so nah, that, that yeah, was a big was, deal. Was,
0: that was pretty cool that you can do that.
1: Yeah. It was pre, you know, smartphone even like the, I remember like this was before even the first touchscreen phone came out. Yeah. So yeah, this was, it was still pretty cool that I had that ability.
0: Yeah. So now we're going to get to the part where they popped the trunk. So explain explain to the listeners, walk them through, you know, when you saw what was under the trunk.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit surprised, I guess, to say the least, because, like I said, they had put all that candy in my car. And at the time, it didn't make any sense to me because they didn't explain to me what they were going to do. And then when they revealed it, I was like, oh, like I put two and two together and figured it out on my own. And I mean, it was like, whatever, like I was going along with it, but I was Mm -hmm. like, that's so dumb. Like who wants a cotton candy machine in their trunk? That's ridiculous. (laughs) And, um, the worst part was it never, it's 100% was not usable because Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen cotton candy, like at, you know, a carnival or something, there's like a big dome that goes over it because that sugar just flies everywhere.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: You're right. (laughs) So the dome wouldn't fit if you couldn't close the trunk, if you put the dome on. Wow. So yeah, try- it was so I forgot the logic
0: behind that. Just because you like candy, <laughs> cotton candy. I mean, in yeah. a way, it's like two different things. Candy. I mean, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they're running out of ideas, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't, I really don't know why they would have done that.
0: Yeah, they thought that was over the top, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like I said, the thing that kind of made me like mad about it, like when I wrote about it later, mm-hmm is that they only did that because I was a big guy or at least it felt that way because it didn't make sense if like if it was a skinny person then they would have been like that doesn't make any sense but they were like oh this fat guy likes to eat like let's just put in, give him cotton candy <laughs> he'll that's, that's, enjoy that. Uh,
0: that was real whack of them like. Right. And, and, but who like I'm just still trying to think I don't know anybody who loves cotton candy like that who has to have right. it like it, still, yeah, didn't. No, it still wouldn't make sense to me. <laughs>
1: I don't that's think it just, makes sense to anybody. I really just don't just know why everybody. they would have done that.
0: So let's see. So you leave, you know what I'm saying? You finally get your car. What was it like, you know, driving around town that people recognize you, recognize the car, but Like, hey, that's the car from Pimp My Ride. You, you know, things of that uh, um, nature.
1: It, it, not really. I mean, it really wasn't like a huge, um, like, it, you know, some people noticed it. It was mm-hmm. mainly just like my close friends gotcha. and family and like, co-workers and like everybody who knew I was on the show. Got like you. I would get messages for, you know, weeks. I still get messages to this day when they air reruns. Like, oh, your episode's on again. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 So, um, it was cool for like the people that I knew, but there was only one situation and it was way later. It was like 2 years after the episode ever came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was I wasn't even in my car. I was like walking Somewhere with my wife, who at the time was just my girlfriend. Got you. And some guy randomly walked up to me, like, "Hey, are you that guy from Pit My Ride?" And I was like, "Yeah, that was me." And it was it was totally <laughs> random. That never ever happens. Oh wow! I mean, well,
0: I mean, yeah. I guess that that's somewhat of a gift that you didn't yeah. get that attention. Like, I wouldn't want right, that attention that. either, because I'll probably be scared yeah, no, to drive the car out. You know what people y- might do, exactly. and things of that nature.
1: Yeah, but I honestly I didn't even have it that long. From the time that I got it back, mm-hmm. um the time that I got it back, I couldn't drive it because um they had done a bunch of stuff to like make it look nice. Yeah, cosmetic but, type stuff. Yeah, all cosmetic, but they didn't really do anything under the hood. So all of that stuff like if you it was crazy because the outside and the interior and everything was beautiful, candy coated yeah. paint, everything was look immaculate. But if you pop the hood. Thank you for
0: listening to Yo! Rewind That. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, follow at Yo! Rewind That on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or visit us at www.yorewindthat.com.